0: Alright, what's up everybody? Hope you're all having a good day or night, wherever you are. My name's Nick, welcome back to Late Night Hollow Net. Now, today is a very special episode, I would say. Not necessarily because there's anything going on with me or the podcast itself, but I'm pretty sure this is the first episode so far where we really have a decently sized abundance of news to discuss that covers a bunch of different franchises. So I'm excited to get into all of that because in the past a week or so since the last episode came out, like a week or week and a half, uh, we have gotten some announcements from Marvel, DC a tiny bit of things for uh, Star Wars, and even some things for Indiana Jones 5, which is set to come out next year. Now, the indie news and the Star Wars news isn't really that big, but the DC and MCU things are big, so we're going to go into those. And I think I'm going to go... through this news in that order. So we'll do the MCU, uh, DC, Star Wars, and Indiana Jones 5. So the biggest thing for the MCU that came out yesterday or two days ago was a trailer for the new film, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I now, I'll be honest. I don't know how to say his name. It's written out as S H A N G C H I. But everyone, like my friends that know of him and the videos that I've watched online, almost all of them say Shang Chi as opposed to Shang. Chi so I'll just go with Shang-Chi if I'm wrong it's not the end of the world but uh, this is getting a lot of hype and excitement because this is really the first look at one of the MCU films that will be introducing someone new from the books into phase 4 of the MCU Because uh, the first film of Phase 4, I believe, was Sp- Spider-Man Far From Home, which came out around July of 2019. Some people say that it was the last movie of Phase 3, but I've also heard that it's the first film in Phase 4. So, let's just say that it's the first film of Phase 4. Then we have... Uh, WandaVision back in January we have Falcon and the Winter Soldier on currently and Loki will be the next show that we get around June and then uh, Black Widow's film will be July 9th so ever since Phase 4 began f- since 2019 all of the shows and all of the films that we've See and like that have already been out, or the ones that we've gotten the best look at have all been for characters that m c u fans have known for years now, and it's nice to like it's nice and both weird to now have such a good look at a man who will be brand new, and I'll be honest, I really don't know that much. About Shang Chi, his film was announced at uh, Marvel's Comic Con show back in two thousand nineteen. So we've known of this film for almost two years now, and when the movie was first announced back then, I looked up who he was because I really like I did not know his name, his face, I. Didn't know him at all. So I looked him up. And the thing that I found was that his thing is that he's basically the world's greatest martial artist. Like when it comes to -to hand-to-hand combat. He is like the apex of the whole thing. Like he is this undefeatable beast and that's really the only thing I know besides his name so they showed us a trailer a couple of days ago and it looks good it I mean it's hard for me to really get that hyped up because this is some guy that I don't know Like I the MCU was really my uh first look into the Marvel world. Like the films got me to read the books. For a lot of fans, they were raised with the books and that led into them watching the films. It was vice versa for me. So it's very rare that a character is announced or teased in the MCU from the books that I know of before that point and Shang-Chi is not an exception of that. So from what we've seen, the movie definitely looks good. It's just like I'm not necessarily counting down the days until this movie comes out and the working release date right now is I think the September 3rd I want to say definitely September's first week and I say that's the working date because like the world is beginning to kind of go back to the way it used to be as far as when films are getting made and released and how they're made so that will probably be the final release date but I'm not gonna get my uh, hopes up so right now it's like September third, but who knows that could always be pushed back to either later this winter or sometime next year. who knows, but uh, as far as like what I'm excited for the most like I know that I just said that like I'm not really hyped up for this film, but If I had to pick something that I'm most excited to see, it's not necessarily Shang-Chi himself, it's the Mandarin. And for those of you who don't know, the Mandarin was, I think, one of the first villains of Iron Man back in the Marvel uh, comic books. And... Like, this film is called Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. The Ten Rings is the name of the Mandarin's group, and they were actually hinted at in the very first Iron Man film all the way back in 2008 when Iron Man first gets locked up in the cave by the uh, terrorists. He's kind of going through this little... in interrogation and there's something behind him that shows the marking of the Ten Rings so since 2008 since the very first film in the MCU gave Marvel fans that hint the people who knew the Ten Rings from the books got hyped up to see them and the Mandarin later on in the MCU then in 2013 when Iron Man 3 came out it was revealed that, like, the Mandarin, or who we thought the Mandarin was, was shown off as, like, this big bad guy who, like, was sending out bombs and shit. Like, he cut off people's heads. And it was revealed that that Mandarin that we were shown was actually just some random actor that was... uh basically like he was paid off to act as the mandarin like he like the role of a lifetime is what he just got and a lot of the marvel fans who were excited to see the man Mandalor- the uh <laughs> the uh, mandarin not the mandalorian the mandarin from the books really did not like this reveal of the MCU's Mandarin being some dopey actor in reality. However, back in 2019 when this movie was announced... It was revealed that the Mandarin that fans knew and loved from the books is actually real in the MCU. He just hasn't been shown yet. And now we saw him in the trailer for this film. So I'm excited to see what we what they do with him. Just because like he's been hyped up for so long. We thought that he was fake in this world but now it turns out he's actually real and just on what they've shown it seems like the Mandarin and Shang-Chi kind of have an adoptive father-son kind of dynamic like mind you I really don't know much about the Mandarin or Shang-Chi like what their history is but just on what we were shown that's just kind of the vibe I got. Like I really got a Bruce Wayne and Raz Al Ghul vibe, like from a uh, Batman Begins from two thousand five. Like that, like how those two worked. That's how I feel the Mandarin and Shang chi will work. And I actually, I'm really. Excited to see the fight scenes just because, like, you hear about this guy named Shang-Chi, he's supposed to be the best martial artist in the world. You would naturally think that his film is gonna have a lot of kick-ass and badass fight scenes. And I hope to, I mean, I would say I hope to see that, but I think it's basically a guarantee that we're gonna see some good fight scenes. And that's basically it. I mean, I'm sure maybe we'll get another trailer sometime over the summer, maybe. And then besides that, it's just a matter of waiting to see the film. And I'm sure that they are going to be aiming for a theatrical release, but uh, we obviously don't know for sure how the world is going to be come September. But I know that the uh, Black Widow w- film, like her film, is going to be released on July 9th. And it's going to have both a theatrical release and it's going to be on streaming the same day for a, for an extra fee. So if Shang-Chi d- doesn't get a full theatrical release, then they could always do that half-and-half half thing like her film. So that's the news for the MCU. I don't... Th- that was it, right? Yeah, I think that was it. I- I'm not going to go in-depth onto like what we saw. Like, if there was any, like background shots that we saw that could like hint at this or hint at that. I will say that the uh trailer made the movie seem like it won't have a lot of references to the rest of the MCU. Like I'm sure that there will be some because all of the MCU films they either directly link to each other or you'll get like a reference here or there. So I doubt that the film will will be like its own standalone thing in the MCU, but it does seem like it may take a uh, s- step back as far as like the links to the rest of the films. Now with DC, we got news that the... Flash film has officially begun. Uh, I I believe the movie was set for this year, but a while back it got pushed back to next year. And the biggest news that came from the announcement that uh, production has begun on this film is that it has now officially been announced that Michael Keaton will be coming back as Batman for this film. He was Batman back in 1989 with his first film, and then he did a second Batman film called Batman Returns, which I believe came out in like 1991 or 92, and he hasn't been in the role since, and now he has signed on to come back for this new film. And at first, when they... Like, this... Him coming back is nothing new. Like, there have been rumors and hints about his uh, return to the role for about a year or so. But it's nice just to have official confirmation now and when i first heard like the rumors and leaks way back when i didn't know what the film would be about so i thought that like that's weird right like why would they have him come back when the dceu already has been affleck as it's batman and I realized that the reason why they are going to have more than one Batman in this film is because it seems like this film will be taking a lot from the Flashpoint comic book, which I just uh, looked it up now before I went to record this episode. Because I I had heard of that book, but I really wasn't sure what it was about. And Flashpoint is basically this world where Barry Allen, which is the uh, Flash's real name, he suddenly wakes up in this alternate reality and he... Begins to kind of see piece by piece that the world he just woke up in is not his own. But it's like this drastically different world. Like here, I have a link here of like what the book is about. And it says here, uh, Barry Allen wakes up to discover that everything and everyone around him has a uh, ch- Changed. He is not the uh flash, nor does he have his super speed powers. His mom, who is dead in his world, is alive in this world. Meanwhile, in this world, his dad's dead, whereas in his world, his dad was alive. In this world, the uh. Justice League was never made, and Superman is seemingly non existent. Uh, it is revealed that Wonder Woman's Amazons have, like, they now rule the entire UK while. Aquaman's Atlanteans have sunk the rest of Western Europe. So, it just seems like this whole world is in, like, uh, disarray. Like, members of the Justice League in Barry's world are now at war in this new world. Like, it says here, uh, Barry begins to uh freak out and he goes to the bat cave and while there the batman of this world is revealed to be a uh, t- t- Thomas Wayne who is batman's dad and the reason why he is the batman in this world is because like we all know how like we all know uh batman's origin his mom And dad were murdered in an alleyway. In this world. It was uh, Bruce Wayne who was murdered in the alleyway. And his mom and dad survived. So now that great loss is what pushed his dad now to take up to become the Batman. So... Just like that tiny bit that I've read, because they. Because, like, I just read, like, just the first five lines of a page full of shit that this book is about. And just that tiny bit that I just read seems like a very interesting world. And it would be really awesome if this new film took some aspects of this world. So. I'm guessing, like, if they really do take some uh, inspiration from this book for the film, then they will most likely be dealing with, like, alternate uh, universes. So maybe Michael uh, Keaton is kind of, like, yanked into the DCEU from... ...his Batman 1989 world. And I heard somewhere that... uh, ...there's a rumor that... ...Christian Bale will come back to the role for this film as well. And as much as I loved his Batman films... ...and as much as I loved him in that role... I kind of hope that they just leave it as like just Michael K- K- Keaton and Ben Affleck, and that's it. Like, if the writers aren't confident that they can write th- th- three Batman in the same film, then they don't have to write them in the same film like just leave it at where we are now and make something work with that don't go over the top with all of this like merging reality shit just for the sake of like fan service so that's the dc news Now, on to the not-so-big things. For Star Wars, uh, I believe it has been announced that Din Jaren, which is the name of The Mandalorian from the Mandalorian TV show, I believe it's been announced that he will be in the book of Boba Fett show that will be coming out later this year. And if he does um, like show up at some point that would be neat because obviously we got Mandalorian season 1 in the fall of 2019. We got Mandalor- we got the uh second season of Mandalorian fall of last year and a lot of fans thought that we would be getting season th- 3 in fall of this year but it's been announced that uh season 3 of that show will be released fall of next year and this fall we will be getting the Boba Fett show so if we see Din in this show it'll be nice to get like this little uh like Taste of him and where he's been because uh, Boba Fett's show is set after the events of Man of the uh, second season of Mandalorian, so it'd be nice to have like this uh, tiny hint of like where he's been, what he he's up to, what he's going to do, and then that could lead into season three of the show. Next year, so that'll be cool and lastly uh some news for Indiana Jones five it's not huge news it's just a couple of uh announcements regarding the movie's cast uh this past week or so we have gotten news that both Phoebe Waller Bridge, and uh, Mads, Mickelson have both joined the Indiana Jones Five cast. Now, uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge, she's an actress who I believe is most known for her show on Amazon. I think it's old. I think it's on, called uh, Fleabag. Is that the name? Yeah, that's the name. And she was also in uh, Star Wars as well. She was the droid named L3 in the Han Solo film. And then Mads is a phenomenal actor. I mainly know him from his work on the TV show Annibal, which he was really good in that he was the uh Hannibal Lecter of that world and he killed that role and I'm assuming that he will maybe be the uh villain of Indiana Jones 5 just because like he has like he knows how to be a good bad guy. He was a bad guy in uh the first uh James Bond film that had Daniel Craig. I think his name was Lashif. Uh he was a bad guy in Dr Strange he was of course uh Hannibal probably the most recognizable fictional psychopath of all time and he just has like he just has that vibe like he really does a good job as the bad guy that can get very in your head and I hope that he has that role in Indy 5, because if they can nail him as the uh, enemy of this film, then that, like, that tells me that this film could potentially be really good, because Indiana Jones 4 really wasn't that good, but hopefully 5, like, I doubt 5 will be as good as the original 3, But if it's better than four, yet not as good as the rest, that's fine. I would just like to go into this film... No, I would like to walk out of this film next year being satisfied at what I saw. And hopefully uh, the movie will have a phenomenal performance... Out of Mads, out of Phoebe, out of Harrison Ford, who God knows how he even runs these days, but if he can, and if he's obviously willing to make this film, so if his mind is there, then fuck it, more power, man. I could watch him die. I could watch him run and knock guys out until the day that he dies. If he is more than willing to do the film and put the necessary work in to be physically capable to do these films, then that's great. You know, don't back out of the light if you both don't have to and don't want to and that's it man uh nice we almost we just about filled out the half hour uh so yeah uh as always I hope you enjoyed this episode of Net. uh thank you for taking the half hour out of your day to listen to me ramble about the shit that I like and hopefully it's the shit that you all like as well uh And yeah, uh, this episode, I'm recording this on April 21st. Uh, This episode should be out in the next couple of days or so, because it has now been six days since I released episode five, I think that was. So get past that one week mark to even the episodes out and then this episode will go live definitely by Friday, like definitely by the 23rd of April. And uh, with that, you know, thank you as always, yada, yada. Uh, My name's Nick. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Goodbye.